I'm Brendan Orr, and this is SEO in 2023 Additional Insights. Brendan, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023? It's going to be about embracing AI, but be smart about it. Be smart about it. Okay. Uh, what is being smart? How should we embrace AI content? Okay, so I think to start off, I've seen one of um, one of your guests that came on, Julia from Content and Scale. I think she has already covered like a, like her whole craft framework and the AI process. But I, I'm I'm think I'm doing something similar um, to that. But I'm speaking from the a, a solo creator perspective, a solo blogger. So the problem with AI, you know, basically AI AI models, what they do is just predict the next word. So you know, there's a tra- there's a set of training data. And you know they they are, they are trained on a bunch of different words all over the internet from wiki you know different PDFs blog articles everything. So whenever you do whenever you do a prompt whenever you you ask and ask ChatGPT or any of these software tools to create an article for you you know the one click articles, at best you know at at, at very at the very best you're gonna get even if they scan the the, the, the top articles on the SERPs you're gonna you're only gonna get an article that matches those at the top. So. In in my opinion, that doesn't add any value, additional value to you know the internet. Reader readers don't get anything extra, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of companies, a lot of a lot of bloggers, they do just that. So, what I tend to do is, you know, actually, a few months back when I started my blog, you know, that that was what I I used to do. I, I would try to use AI to write everything, but but now you know over the past few months, I've you know read a bit about SEO, gotten more into the industry. I've tried to apply most of my marketing knowledge and learnings into the into the content itself. So as what Google has said, you know, the EEAT, you know, experience, expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. So you, you can't get that from, from AI content. So no matter what, what you do, you can't get that. So I tend to just I, I tend to write like a copywriter. You know, so I would, you know, I, I, I'm on Twitter a lot, so I follow a lot of copywriters. So what, how I do it is like, I tend not to use a lot of commas. And I, I learned that actually from Brian Dean. So, so Brian Dean, you know, back when he was write, writing a lot of like all the backlinko stuff, he has notoriously said that he has spent a few hundred, I think about hundred hours on per article. And he said at best, he could only get one article out per month. And now we have all these people with AI, you know, pushing out 20, 20 30 articles a day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, how are you able to maintain the quality if you are an individual blogger like myself? So yeah, I tend to write like a copywriter. I tend to, uh, you know, infuse a lot of humor. I tend to also fetch, fact check, add, add in a lot of statistics, add in analogies, you know, what else? Add in expert insights. Sometimes I'll just take quotes from people online and then quote them. So these are some of the things that I, I do, you know, to, to actually add more value to my, my, my pieces. Okay, so so what is your process in terms of involving AI in the generation of your content? I mean, I assume that you do so, so, so you do some kind of sketch maybe for your article to, article to begin with, and then get AI to write it, and then you edit it yourself afterwards. Okay, so initially, in a, a few months ago, because right now I'm, I'm working with quite a few freelance writers, so I'll just tell you what I did back then. So, do you want to do you want to know what I did back then or right now? Um. Maybe what's changed about what you do um, compared to the past, yeah. Okay. So right now, I, I don't use any of these AI tools that offer one-click uh, generation articles. I just don't. 
because I've tried a bunch of them, you know, it, it just, for me, it doesn't work out. Even a lot of them, they say, you know, they have a bunch of different uh, proprietary language models and they scan the SERPs. So, and a lot of them, you know, include a lot of semantic keywords and everything. But I, re I just noticed no matter how good I, I prompt it, the language, you know, the, the way the, the sentences are structured is just, it, feels, it still feels very robotic. So I just don't do that at all. The only time I actually use AI is actually when I'm crafting my FAQ sections. Yeah, so because um, uh, for those uh, one-off questions, those uh, long-tail keywords or definition definition questions, I will use AI to craft them because to get the rich snippet, Google, I, I tend to observe a lot of the, the featured snippets tend to have very direct answering, but usually only in the first few sentences. So, so the first 30 to 50 words, I would generally use AI, but I'll still tweak, the, tweak a little bit and then everything that follows, I'll write it myself. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so... For the search engines, for a bot called the search engine, you will actually use AI to generate that content and then write more manually underneath. So it certainly is, is, a, is a decent use of AI, but it seems like a fairly manual process for the rest of your article. Um, do you envisage that changing over the coming six months or so? Do you think you're going to use AI more as part of the main body of the content in the future? I... I do foresee myself uh, using that only we have, only once we have reached the point where I can train AI using my own uh, writing style. Your voice. Yeah. And a lot of products, you know, yeah, correct. A lot of products now are saying that, you know, you can you can do it even like Jasper or Sonic. You can actually now put in a lot of your your, your own company's data, but they can't really replicate the tone to, to the T, you know. It's not, it's not perfect. And the way I write is very personal. So I, re I really have a conversation with, with the reader. And I replicate a lot of the writing on Twitter, from Twitter. Because I, I follow a lot of copywriters on Twitter. A lot of you know, one-man one businesses, solopreneurs. And the way, the way tweets are structured, you, know, you have to keep it within 280 characters. And you just have to be very straight to the point, direct, answer the query, keep it entertaining and... You know, th that's the only way to keep the reader engaged. And you'll, you'll see how that, that pans out, you know, all the engagement you get on tweets, where the likes, the, the retweets, the shares, that shows people are actually interested in what you're trying to say. No matter how good AI is, I just can't get that from a, you know, a, a 2,000 or 3,000 word article. Just, just, there's just no way. So I don't mind writing, you know, for now. But for now, I, I do work with freelancers. So I, I've taken, a, a, you know, a huge, a huge uh, load of content writing, I've pushed that away to freelance writers. And I also, I've specifically told them, you know, if you want to use AI, that's fine. But, you know, you have to put in the human touch as well. But even then, you know, no, no matter what they do, because everyone has different styles. And this, and you know, this is even giving them a content brief with my full editorial guidelines. Everyone has just a different style. So eventually I'll still need to come in and edit it myself. So that being said, you know, like, I have mentioned I use AI to need to do to write certain areas of um, my article, like meaning the definition, you know, what is or FAQ sections. But the whole body of the article, I don't mind writing it myself because that should be my authoritative piece. You know, it should it should be me talking, sharing my insights, sharing my experiences, sharing the stuff that I I've learned, you know, in it, so people can get you know unique value and useful value rather than just copying whatever that's on the top three on Google Page One. Yeah. So you mentioned that you don't mind if your outsourced writers use AI. So, so why don't you just use AI directly yourself? Are, are you getting your outsourced writers to uh, also edit the AI text in more of your own voice? 
Oh, yes. No, I mean, when I say I don't mind them using AI, I said they can use AI, but make sure they edit it to my guidelines. Okay. So, even because I, I understand that, you know, if you're a writer and you're trying to, you're staring at a blank piece of paper, you're, you're just staring at a blank piece, you're going to get writer's block. You know, you just, you just can't think as well. The ideas don't flow. The, the structures don't flow as, the sentences don't flow as well. So, I don't mind if they want to use AI to get, you know, the first initial draft out or just answering certain queries you know, get, getting just a, a paragraph out, but you have to edit it up. So because AI tends to be very fluffy, you know, there's a lot of, I, they tend to use a lot of like conjunctive adverbs, you know, like as mentioned above, you know, or as you know, all these like random words, random phrases, you can just totally cut out. Like word, like even words like that. I realized you could just cut that out. You know, sometimes you don't even need to be grammatically correct. AI tends to be grammatically correct. And I, I, I don't even, I, I try not to even use commas as well, you know, just to, to make it more punchy. I tend to ask questions. So I tell all my writers to do that. But sometimes, you know, they don't get it. They don't get it right. They try to be overly enthusiastic. They try to, you know, in, include a lot of uh, exclamation marks. Or they try to be a bit too flowery with the language. <laughs> you know, sometimes even I don't understand what they're trying to say. You know, it's a bit too complex. So I, I do have, you know, some, some guidelines, gu guidelines for them. But when, when they deliver the article, I still do... You know, I make it a point to go through and just edit all the stuff myself. And in terms of software, do your writers use GTP4? Do they use Jasper, uh, something else, or do you not mind? I, okay, I think I, I tell them you can use if you want. I, I, do, I don't explicitly ask them because I don't want to, you know, make them feel like I'm, I'm being too micromanaging. Mm -hmm. So, but based on what they deliver, I can tell some of them do, some of them don't. Yeah, because, yeah. Okay, okay. So I find it intriguing that uh, maybe three or four months ago, you were probably using AI more to write the full article than now. Um, you want to add more of a personal touch and use AI for certain elements. Is, is there a place within a website's SEO um, to use AI more? I mean, for instance, would you use um, AI all the time to generate page titles or meta descriptions or product descriptions on a, on a website? Or would you always use humans to do that? Okay, great question. Yeah, I think for me, the only, the only times where I would consider using AI completely would be for possibly landing pages. So, and if they're not being indexed on, on, on Google. So that's the only time where I'll, I'll do it. Even when talking about generating page titles, because most of the time I'm optimizing for just one particular keyword. So if it's, if it's a long tail keyword, there's really not much room, you know, the AI can just generate to, to fit the 60 characters so that it doesn't get cut off. Yeah, so most of the time I'll still just write it myself. I mean, I mean it's just 60 characters, right? So it doesn't take much effort to do it. So long tail keyword phrases that perhaps have the potential just to bring in maybe 10 to 20 visits per month from search engines. Um, that's a good opportunity for uh, AI to use AI to generate the content. But if you're writing blog posts that you hope to rank higher for more competitive keyword phrases and have many people interacting with it, um, you would perhaps use AI a little bit for certain elements, but certainly not the whole article. Correct. Yes. Like, like, I was talking about landing pages, right? Like, because I think I feel that uh, AI writers do, in fact, actually write better than normal copywriters, like average copywriters. They you, they, are, they still don't beat the, the good ones because to write copy, I think you need to, you know, you need you need to really think. 
think about the, the you know the person reading it. So it's a lot about psych- a lot of psychology around it. But AI copywriting can be you know it can be very engaging. So if, if you really have no experience in copywriting, that could be a very um, good use case for for AI. So on on lengthy pages, you know when you're trying to just funnel people down all the way to your your CTA. So I think that that's pretty good. So yeah, like product pages. So it's a warning about um, using AI content cautiously. Uh, you can still utilize it, but be aware of its limitations. Be aware of how many visitors are likely to engage with that content. And if it's a high volume page, then use humans. I think, yeah, I mean, on the surface, that that's a, that's a very good um, way to think about it. But I think that's also, you know, two sides of the camera, right? Some, some, some websites have actually ranked with pure AI content. So I'm not sure if you have heard about this. Like in the past few months, there was this uh, case study going around. It's called, is this website. It was actually covered by Matt Diggity. He invited the founders on. So the website is called Conchows. So they, they, they started, I think only a few months back. And in less than two to three months, they were getting about $19,000 a day in earnings and about 6 million monthly search traffic. But within like a month, because it was getting so much traction online in the SEO community, Google just gave a manual penalty. They got shut down. So I think that proves that you can you can rank with 100% AI content. Because I went over to the website. Everything they wrote is all, all gibberish. <laughs> it, was, it was literally... <laughs> I mean, it, it was legit words. Not like, you know, back in the day where, um, you know, Kyle, Kyle Roof. Mm-hmm. He actually ranked the whole, whole website based on Lauren Ripson. So that, that's... It's totally different. But these guys, you know, they, they, they were just generating articles. They, they, I think they were, they, were, they were saying they were publishing about a few hundred a day. I'm not sure how. <laughs> yeah, these guys on Con Charles. So just because, it's, just because it's possible and just because it's effective doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do, certainly for the medium and long term. Definitely not. Because Google, even, I think a lot, Google has already mentioned that even though they are not, you know, putting a penalty, they're not, Using AI-generated content is not illegal, but I think a lot of people tend to take that for granted and just try to, you know, <laughs> try, try to push their luck. But, you know, I don't, I don't want to reach a point because I spend so much time, you know, so much, so much money hiring freelance writers. I'm sure a lot of companies also as well outsource a lot of agencies work with their own freelance writers. They spend a lot on content. So I don't want, I don't, you know, at any point when any Google update, I don't want to be affected. You know, Google can just flick the switch one day and just decide, oh, okay, anything above a certain percentage or even a certain percentage of AI, or if they have their own in-house AI content detector, you know, that could totally just destroy, destroy websites overnight. I don't want to be placed in that, in that situation. So you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. Now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023? I think this might be a very uh, controversial subject, but I, I think trying to because there's this um, this topic on on this this sub niche on SEO on um, what's it holistic SEO or I forgot what is it called entity entity SEO people um, are placing so much you know emphasis you know it's like the next the next best thing since sliced bread you know they think that if they they master this they're gonna be they're gonna master everything. I, I don't have enough experience to speak about, you know, in depth about this topic, but to me, it seems like this is the 80% to get 20% of the results. So I think that's something that people shouldn't spend so much time on. People should just be focusing on the fundamentals. I mean, take, take me, for example, I started my blog six months ago 
And, you know, I didn't really know much about SEO then. And right now I'm getting about like 16,000 visitors a month. You know, I'm, I, I've gotten on, on, your, on your podcast, I've gotten backlinks from, from some, you know, high dia websites. I publish what, what I think is good content from my perspective, you know, just constantly doing the fund, getting the fundamentals right, you know, all the basic on-page SEO, building backlinks and everything. And this has gotten me, you know, quite decent results. And I think a lot of people can just, you know, focus on that instead. Well, there we go. That's the results speak for themselves. Um, you know, nothing to 16,000 visits a month in six months. And that's in a crowded marketplace. That's with the, the millions of blogs that, that exist out there. So it's certainly so possible to do. It's a million of blogs, you know, with, with no niche, with covering digital marketing, AI content. You, I'm covering even Notion, Notion topics right now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Brendan is founder and editor-in-chief at brendano.com. That's brendanaw.com. Brendan, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. All right. Thank you, David. I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at seoin2023.com.